Welcome, Foreign Born Mamas. I'm your host, Nurjan Sturbins, and this podcast is dedicated to helping you thrive in motherhood. Are you thriving as a foreign born mom? Or are you struggling with anger, anxiety, and depression? If struggle is your reality, it doesn't have to be your truth. We can change by increasing our self awareness, shedding old patterns, and shifting our mindsets. We can evolve into more conscious moms and forge a new path for ourselves and our children. Let's take the steps together for Inborn Mama. Let's thrive. Welcome, Foreign Born Mama. Thank you so much for tuning in to this new episode. I apologize that I did not post a new episode last week. I was taking a vacation with my family, and so I didn't have time to record anything. But here comes the new episode, and I hope you enjoy it. I also want to point that you might hear some background noise uh, and hear my husband. He is working in the next bedroom. This is, I guess, what it means to live in a COVID pandemic time where we are all trying to do and work from home. And so we have to roll with it, right? On this episode, I want to share with you guys my story of how I had to learn to prioritize myself to be a better mom, how I had to overcome certain beliefs and patterns, but how this might be one of the most important things I have learned and I want to teach my kids so that they can succeed in their lives. I have been reading a lot of books since I joined the self-development journey, and it happened a long time ago, and I don't remember which book, but I was in my bed reading this book, and in the middle of the book, the author asks the reader to stop whatever they're doing and find a mirror and give yourself five minutes and truly look at yourself. I have to say I was a bit annoyed because I was comfy in my bed and I really didn't want to do exercises, but I decided to follow through. So I put down my book, I got off my bed, I went into my bathroom and in my closet, I have this giant wall mirror and I stood in front of the mirror and I looked at myself. As soon as I did that, I burst into tears. For the first time, I saw this woman in front of me. For the first time, I saw her, I acknowledged her, and I noticed some things that I haven't paid attention for a long time. I saw dark circles under her eyes. I saw wrinkles on her face and some dark spots on her cheeks. I saw white hair popping out of her head. I saw a slouching posture. I saw that she gained weight. And I saw that she had this saggy belly from giving birth to her twins. I saw this woman who looked so run down, so tired, and so depleted. And it felt like this moment where, you know, you used to know this woman, and she used to be this lively, happy, full of energy, so healthy. And then you meet her after maybe 10 years, and you see this woman who is so tired, and she looked miserable. And you feel this empathy and sympathy for her. and. All you want to do is just hug her and see if you can do something for her. And that's how I felt. I had this deep empathy for this woman. And I realized at that moment how much I have neglected this woman, how much I have used up this body, how much I have taken so much from this woman, and I haven't given her anything, nada. And so this was a very powerful exercise that 
you know, made me become aware of what happened to me and my body and how I must, I, how much I have neglected myself and my needs. And I think this is a common tendency I see among women when they become moms. Pre-marriage, we all look pretty and healthy and happy. And as soon as we get married, for some reason, our husband's and our children's needs become a priority. And in the process, we forget about ourselves, our needs, emotional, physical, and mental needs. And we start pushing everything down, down to the bottom of our list. And uh, we give up our dreams and uh, desires, and we completely devote ourselves to our family. And so I was wondering, why do we do that? And for me, the answer comes from my upbringing, from my culture. From a young age, I was trained to serve others, to prioritize other people's needs, and just be happy with whatever was left over. And this was modeled and reinforced for me by my mom and other women who surrounded me as a child. And I cannot actually remember a day where my mom took a break for herself. She never did. All her life, she worked and worked day and night. And then she would come and give food and give clothes and give everything. And she would never take anything for herself. I cannot remember a day where she did something that would bring her joy or something that she needed, she would always would be like, I'm okay, you know, you take it. So I grew up learning and, and believing that as moms, we have to be like that, like my mom, that we need to self-sacrifice our needs and prioritize other people's needs first. And the more we did that, the better mom we were. The more valuable we are, more lovable we are, because that's what my mom modeled to me with her behavior and the way she parented me. And so that's what I brought to the U.S. And I unconsciously began doing the same thing in my family. I would feed everyone first and myself last. I would let kids and husbands rest while I was doing laundry. I would allow my kids to play and have fun, but I never allowed the same fun and play for myself. And so I was in this constant mode of giving and giving and self-sacrificing and in prioritizing other people's needs. And I eventually I found myself resentful, exhausted, and feeling unappreciated and unhappy. And this tendency is not only prevalent among foreign-born moms, it's actually sort of a pandemic in all cultures among moms. I am witnessing this even in the U.S. culture. I've seen a lot of moms who are in this self-sacrifice mode where they're constantly giving everything to their children. They are giving up their jobs. They're giving up their dreams and passions. And they're working so hard to be this mom. And it gets to the point of like martyrdom. And it's all driven by this belief that the more you self-sacrifice yourself, the more you devote yourself to your children and your family, the better mom you are. And the interesting thing is I see a little bit of difference in how it plays out in the U.S. I am noticing that in the U.S., 
the standards for what it means to be a mom is actually even higher than what I have learned to believe what it means to be a good mom in Kyrgyzstan. So as foreign-born moms, we not only brought this belief from our cultures about what it means to be a good mom, and so we also additionally acquiring what U.S. culture or any other cultures, you know, if they have certain standards for what it means to be a good mom. And so we are adopting those. And so we are battling against possible multiple beliefs from different cultures. And in the process, I think that's why we feel so burned down, exhausted, never feeling enough, and very much lost and unhappy. And we start thinking like, is motherhood supposed to be this hard, right? Why never, no one told me this? But the important point here is we have to ask ourselves, do these patterns and beliefs serve us? And uh, the answer is no. I think it's bullshit. This belief system that the more we self-sacrifice ourselves, that the better mom we are, that the more we prioritize other people's needs, that the better mom we are is such a nonsense. And I don't know why we still have these beliefs and why we're carrying this. This is some interesting things we need to become self-aware and I think we need to fight. Because what I'm realizing through my journey is that the more we prioritize our other people's needs, the more we feel exhausted and burned out, the more we feel resentful, the more we feel unhappy and angry, the more we're suffering from health issues. I am suffering from major neck issues from chronic stress. The more we are suffering mentally and we're not seeking help because we are conditioned not to prioritize our mental health. We don't pursue our dreams and desires. But the worst part is we are modeling this to our children. And this last one, in addition to the mirror experience I had, what made me to realize that I had to change, that I had to stop in my track and do something different. Because I'm learning that, you know, I'm not a happy mom when I don't prioritize my own needs. I am not calm and grounded when I don't allow myself to rest. I'm not a happy mom when I don't allow myself some play and pleasures. Now I am actively working on putting myself on my priority to-do list. I have this list that I create every week and mama's needs are on top of it. And I say I work at it because it is like a work because I intentionally and consciously put an effort to do it. It is not something that comes naturally easily for me. I still fumble and I forget sometimes to do something for myself. I feel a lot of the time a lot of resistance. And sometimes I feel even guilty doing it when I prioritize myself. But I know these feelings and resistance are all coming from my old conditioning, right? Because my body is used to the old way of being. And so now I'm trying to change it. And I'm trying to cultivate something new. It's like a muscle I am constantly trying to build. And hopefully someday it will become a part of a normal thing to do. And when I am fumbling, I always have to tell myself what is true for me. I have to remember that the more I prioritize myself, the better mom I am, the mom that I strive to be, more calm, more happy, patient, and present. And this is how I'm consciously working to dismantle possible old beliefs that I have acquired from my culture and possibly belief systems I have acquired while living in the U.S. And it gets easier every day. 
And I started this process very intentionally, very small by doing little things and adding on. And now it feels much easier and more normal. These days I structure my days with what mama needs in mind. And it has not been an easy transition for my family because my husband and children I used to being the center of attention and used to meeting their needs first. And this transition, a change where mama and her needs are important, she needs to fill her cup first, is something new. I think it was Oprah who said, you cannot pour from an empty cup. And I think she's so right. I think we need to learn to fill our cups first. And that means asking yourself, what do I need to feel happy, centered? What do I need to nurture myself and structure your day in that way? Because the more we fill our cups, the more we have to give. And if your cup is empty, you have nothing to give except, you know, anger and resentment. And we don't want that, right? So this is a new habit I am actively working to incorporate in my life. And this is a habit I want to model and teach my children. Because I can see how important it is. And I don't want my kids to carry this pattern in their lives where they will abandon their own needs because I can see the consequences of it to mental, physical health. And they won't be living a full and happy life. And I want something better for them. So I encourage you guys to do this exercise at home. Just give yourself one minute, you deserve it, or even five possibly. Look in the mirror. And truly give some attention to this woman in front of you. See what you notice. Does she need anything? Can you give her this five minutes of your time and acknowledge in what condition she is now? And maybe just like me, you may realize that you have really neglected and abandoned her. And if that is the case, today you notice her. And today you can change things. And just like me, maybe you begin paying attention to her and giving her some love she deserves and putting her on the priority list. Because I truly believe that our society doesn't need more self-sacrificing moms. We actually need more nurtured and rested moms. I hope this story was helpful for you guys. I hope you're all well. I hope you are prioritizing yourself. And if you are not, please put yourself in your to-do list because you are so important. Your role is so important as a mom. Thank you so much for listening in to this episode. And I hope to see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. If anything resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Nurjan Sturbens or inside a free Facebook Foreign Born Mama community group. If this podcast helped you in any way, please share it with a friend. Let's share some love in little ways we can. Finally, if you are a foreign-born mama and have an inspiring story to share that can help other foreign-born moms in their struggles, I would love to connect with you and feature you on this podcast. You can DM me on Facebook to set up a call.